When I turned 40, I remember thinking about my parents' midlife experience and I was envious of them for it. It seemed that their life was much simpler than mine back then. They each knew their place and what was expected of them. Hey, it's Peter and welcome to On Your Terms, a show all about personal reinvention based on meaningful work, autonomy and living a happier, more intentional life. Ultimately, it's all about filling your backpack with whatever's missing so you can go and climb your mountain, where the climb is just as exciting as the peak. Back when my parents were going through their middle years, my mum was a housewife and my dad was the breadwinner. Mum's job was to nurture the family and Dad's was to put food on the table. They stayed in their lanes and they were good in their roles. The only sign of a midlife crisis was my dad buying a motorbike and then my mum. It was kind of funny actually because my mum was all of about four foot ten and um, I'd just bought my first motorbike. I was a young teenager at the time and I convinced my dad that he needed one as well. Um, And then one day my mum piped up and said, well, if you boys are going to have a motorbike, then I'm going to get one too. But because she was so short, it was almost impossible to find something for her that she could ride on the road and reach the ground on. I remember we had to, uh, we bought her a little 100cc Honda, it was a little XL100 I think it was, and we had to buy the wheels and the suspension off an XR80, and then we had to lower the seat, and then we had to add an inch to her boots just so she could reach the ground. The funny thing is, she actually became a really good rider, and uh, where we grew up down uh, the coast on um, in a place called Mount Martha, which was on Port Phillip Bay in Victoria, uh, in Australia. Um, We have some beautiful roads down there, beautiful winding roads through wine country, uh, through hilly areas, and of course, along the coast itself. And um, at that time, my sister also got a motorbike and her husband got a motorbike. So we would all go out riding together down the Mornington Peninsula along the bay there. It was absolutely wonderful. But anyway, getting back to my parents, um, basically, my parents were really good in their particular roles. I remember mum taught me the practice of daily gratitude all the time. I mean, we would go and walk the dogs up on the golf course um, pretty much every afternoon. The golf course was only five houses from where we lived. And uh, so we would walk the dogs up there on the golf course and, and often we would stop, I think it was on the third green, which looked out over the water. And my mum would often say to me, look, Pete, look how lucky we are. We're millionaires. Just look around you. How fortunate we are. So my mum was always very good at finding the good in everything. And she still is. It's still how she is. Um, My dad, he showed me what hard work and adventure were all about. And really, to any casual observer, they were the perfect team. So in 2008, when um, I was starting my midlife period, when I just turned 40, I'd just emerged from a marriage breakdown and my life felt altogether pointless. Really, had it not been for my two little girls, I'd have probably taken a final blast up the Black Spur, one of my favourite mountain roads, and directed my car into one of the massive Victorian ashes. I began drinking too much as well. I worked really late, and I I guess I really regretted all of those years of hard labour for what amounted to exactly naught. I ended up with nothing. In fact, I ended up with less than nothing. I ended up with 140000 bucks worth of useless debt and no assets to my name, and that was after busting my house for years and years, and actually accumulating five properties. So it was a pretty stressful time, and it was an awful time to turn 40. Now, while my parents had the certainty of a simpler, more scripted life, which does offer some level of comfort, my midlife came 
along really after the rule books were all gone. I lived in a world where the scripts were changing every day, and it was thanks to this one thing called the internet. All of a sudden, knowledge was everywhere, and most of it was free. Geographical limits had collapsed, and each of us could now fashion a life of our own choosing. Reinvention was rife. It no longer mattered who you knew or who your parents were, because anyone with an internet connection could now reach the world. Writers, artists, and candlestick makers could build a community of loyal customers, and they could pursue their passion without the traditional limits. If you hated your career, you could invent a new one. But exciting as this was, the principles of value, service, and consistency still mattered. Today, they matter even more. People are learning that unless you're a Kardashian, you still have to deliver honest value if you're going to prosper and grow. The point I'm leading to is this. If you're an honest person who's been around the block a few times, you have a real shot at the kind of reinvention our parents could only dream about when they were going through their midlife. Back in the early 80s, it was a huge gamble to change careers, or worse, to start a business. So if you're stuck on a path where the scenery is no longer enjoyable, if you find yourself asking, is this it? Then it's time you did something about it. You need to grasp how lucky you are to be alive right now, in this century, with this technology at your fingertips. I mean, look at what I'm doing right here, for example. I went through a midlife crisis, so I decided to write about it. My marriage fell to pieces, I learned a few lessons, many of them very hard ones, and so I wrote about them. At one point, as I mentioned, I had over 140 grand in completely useless consumer debt, with no assets attached to them. I paid all that debt off and then I wrote a book about it. And you can find that on the website at midlifetribe.com. None of these were terribly easy, that's for sure. But really, that's the whole point. By discovering how to do those things, I learned a ton of new skills and I grew as a result. I reinvented myself, and now I have readers all over the world learning from my mistakes. How amazing is that? And now I'm on to my next big thing. As someone who's worked from home and lots of lakeside park tables as well for the last 15 years, I'm now creating a course and a website to teach others to do the same. And it's huge fun. It really is. I mean, it's hard. Um, There's a ton of work. But again, that's the point. I'm growing and I'm reinventing myself a little bit every day. So my question is, what have you done? What has your life experience taught you that you could share with others? What unique perspective, skill, or talent can you teach? Don't concern yourself so much with the how. Think instead of what and who. What have you learned or what are you really into? What are you really passionate about and who could you share it with? Who might benefit from your insights? These are the kinds of questions that lead to a more exciting midlife. They're really at the root of personal reinvention. For me today, midlife is a mass of possibilities. It's a road with a hundred forks in it, all leading to exciting and unique adventures. Now, some of them are going to be right for me and some won't. Fortunately, it's easy these days to try something for a while, then if it's not right, move on to something else. You see, the rules have changed, and it means it's never been a better time to be a midlifer. Our parents might have had it simpler, but I don't believe they had it better. Thanks to this new reality that you and I live in, I didn't drive into that tree, and I didn't remain Penfold's largest benefactor. They're a red wine manufacturer. So start something today. Start small. Take it slowly, but start. Anyway, that's it again for me for this week. You'll find the corresponding blog post for this episode over at midlifetribe.com slash 56. And if you haven't already got yourself a copy, go over to officeanywhere.co, 
put in your name and email address there and get a free copy of my escape guide. It's one of a six-part series of guides that will go along with a course that I'm creating at the moment to teach people how to work from anywhere. That project is currently under construction and the website will be officially launched uh, in a few weeks' time in late September. Uh, But if you go there now, you'll be able to download that escape guide. Anyway, thanks for tuning in again. I appreciate having you here. And here's to living and working on your terms. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.